Bane. I'm in the Lego movie. My Bane's not very good. Ah, you gotta like put something in front of your face. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And this week we talked the Lego Batman movie. Uh-huh. The Iron Fist trailer that was released. Uh-huh. Marvel Infinity Wars launch video. Yes. And more. Oh, man. So this is a week. I was really looking forward to this today. I still am, so it sounds like I was about to turn turn the nail on his head there. But, uh, no, this is going to be really awesome. We're talking about really cool stuff. And mm-hmm. this is like, you know, Oprah's favorite things. This is kind of like Mike's favorite things. We're talking about like all of my favorite stuff this episode. So this is going to be really fun. Uh, hopefully I sound like I'm awake because we're recording this a little early because uh, we we're actually having like uh, a, a break in the rain out here in Los Angeles today. So we're going to go try to enjoy the outdoors today. So we decided mm-hmm. that uh, we were going to um, uh, take this three-hour time difference and kick it in its nuts. So I woke up a little early today. To yeah, this. <laughs> when he says we, he means him and his side of the the coast over there enjoying the beach i however i'm in the afternoon already i've been up for hours i don't know what mike's talking about people are people are already using chainsaws over there you might hear in the background there's chainsaws i i can't wait for the train i've i've picked up new pot vinyls this morning already i don't know i mean i've been pretty productive i'm feeling pretty hyped for this uh we got a good show a lot of good stuff and we are also recording a spoiler cast first one of the year Um, yes first one of the year and that's that's going to be the first thing we're going to be talking about in the news. So uh, just make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, and you'll get all of our all of our goodies, all of the news episodes, all of the spoiler cast. So just make sure you're subscribed, and you'll get it all. You don't gotta miss nothing, man. Not a single thing. And hopefully, knock on wood, we are out of technical difficulties this morning. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this is the second podcast I do, and the other one had technical difficulties as well uh, this week. So I am I'm dead tired of technical difficulties. Yeah, so there was definitely a lot of things to watch this weekend and last week. Uh, it, it's been a very a watching intensive weekend. There's tr- there's trailers, there's premieres, there's movies. Um, this was like the first weekend in a long time. I can't even remember the last weekend where two movies came out at the same time that I both really wanted to see. So usually they're like separated by a week or maybe the second movie like ends up not being good reviews. Like the only thing I can really think of is like when Deadpool came out, I think the second Zoolander movie came out and that's before we before we all knew it was going to suck. So when I thought it was going to be good, I was like, oh, see both of those. But yeah, can you even think of the last time a weekend's been packed like that? Uh, no. Um, I mean, if anything, it's in the first part of the year. The summer usually gives each other some space to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can't think of a, I can't think of a while since I watched. Yeah. I think the last time and, and the last time I saw two movies uh, the same day in a theater was um, the Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, the three D re release. <laughs> and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, and wow. <laughs> I must have really been mad at myself uh, that day to watch both of those back to back. 
Yeah, so it's we're actually going to be kind of sandwiching today's episode, uh, starting with uh, Lego Batman and ending with uh, J- John Wick. So, oh, oh um, man, I, w- I was gonna I was gonna hype it up and be like, did he see John Wick <laughs> or did he see Fifty Shades Darker? We don't know. You have to listen to the show. But I guess he done gave it away. So no, nah, I done gave it away. I blew it. So we're gonna talk about that today. And don't worry, no spoilers out there. We leave all that stuff in spoiler cast land. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I, I'm ready to get into it. We got let's, a lot of awesome stuff to talk oh, about. Let's do it, man. No right. holding back. Uh, we got to beat this chainsaw guy outside. If, <laughs> if we don't have this show done by the time he's done, I'm going to feel bad about myself. <laughs> so the Lego Batman movie came out mm-hmm. Friday, and um, I went and saw it. Uh, I got a fun story about my time going, Mike. I'm going to share with you to start us off. Um, I went to, uh, we have two Regal theaters in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I frequently go to. It's got more options. The other one has like maybe like, I don't know, maybe six screens and it's not as big. Uh, so I don't go to it very often, but we decided to go to it Friday with my, my in-laws. And we get there and right before the movie starts, I look down to the front and there's my brother, his wife, and her family. <laughs> and, and they live an hour away. There, there's like, this is not like, this is like, oh, like... They just happened just to be in the, the street, area today. Yeah. So um, I, I ended up getting to see the movie with a bunch of people, a bunch of family. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool on accident. Uh, we normally talk about how we go. I, I was in a pretty, you know, um, theater. A guy behind me fell asleep. So that oh, was man. distracting for a little bit. But other than that, I had a, I had a pretty good time watching it um, experience-wise. What about you, Mike? Well, speaking of in-laws, we have my mother-in-law in town this weekend, so we took her to the Lego Batman movie, and she was she was kind of uh, confused what exactly we were seeing because she she wasn't sure if we were seeing a Batman movie or a Lego movie because she said like, oh, I don't really want to see a Lego movie, but I'll go see the Batman movie. So we were like, <laughs> okay. So we took her to this anyway, and she ended up having a, a good time at the at the theater. So I'm glad that my mother-in-law had to have a good time because uh, you know you come out to Los Angeles, you make a visit. I think putting a movie on the schedule is a good thing to do because that's what this I, town does. I did whenever I came yeah, out there. We, you we did. watched. We, we did the Iron Man marathon. Yeah. You we may have done a little bit overboard. I think we, <laughs> we never again. <laughs> never again. Uh, yeah, I, I'm getting too old for those marathons. But um, my viewing experience, uh, I would say, was mixed. But luckily, it didn't deter my experience. Um, Obviously, when you go to a Lego movie, no matter what time you go, uh, always expect to have children in the audience. I think you, I think there's no way you can avoid it. And you know, you're gonna hear like the the, the kid outbursts laughing at like silly parts, like oh he said like the word butt, and they laugh, and they then they have to let the whole audience know what exactly just happened by <laughs> reliving it again. So you know, it's all right, but you know, it's all in good fun. It, it, Legos, there's literally children's toys, so you can't be too mad. But actually, I will give props to the kids in my audience just because I had a really shitty mother sitting next to me. Um, not my mother-in-law. I was going to say, a, whoa, No, 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 no. <laughs> totally, totally different mother, uh, unrelated to me. And instead of buying three seats at the theater, they only bought two and they put their kid on their lap right next to me. And uh, the kid was really nice and uh, attentive during the whole movie, but it was the mom every 20 minutes pulling out her cell phone, texting, I don't know who she was texting, uh, but it was infuriating. It was obvious that she got dragged to the movie and didn't want to be there, so I wish she would have just gone out into the lobby and just gave the whole seat to her kid. I would have had a better time just sitting next to the kid, you know, so that was really annoying. So I have no idea if that woman who was at the North Hollywood Cinemark at 8 p.m. out there, lady, watching Lego Batman, if you happen to be listening to the spoiler cast and you are in that 
bro F. It was very rude for you being on your phone. So I don't know if this is going to get out to her, but that was very rude. But it didn't deter me. You know, luckily with the reclining seats, you can kind of get an angle where the phone doesn't get in your face. And anyway, that was the movie going experience. Did your mother in law (laughs) enjoy the reclining seats? Uh, I I don't know if she's ever been out to. To experience one of those did she was that her first no time it, it was it was not her first time in the reclining oh. seats I, I think it's actually kind of a, a a good trend that now the reclining seats are kind of more of the norm in some theaters i think i think theaters kind of have to do whatever they can to get people in the theaters nowadays just because there's so many things competing with people's time so it, the consumers are winning that's for sure we get nice seats every time we go to the theater great good sounds like uh, i mean other than the the lady on the phone and if i find you lady I don't know you, but I have a very specific set of skills. Yes, and that is to change your Wi-Fi password. And I, will I mean, the, the 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 instinct, pressure, and rage inside of me just just was dictating my hand to grab the phone and <laughs> chuck it across the theater like you're trying to skip a stone across a lake. I so just wanted to wing that thing, just like whiz it into the wall so bad, like it would have been so satisfying, but. I'm a nice guy. You, you held wasn't. in your rage and <laughs> I didn't held. didn't upset him too bad. So congratulations, yeah. Mike. You're the real winner this weekend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you. So now that we talked about our movie going experiences, now talk about the movie. I want to break it to you. I said it earlier. I had a great time. All I right. enjoyed this movie. It was very mm-hmm. enjoyable to me. What about you? <laughs> well, I was expecting a little bit more well, elaboration. <laughs> well, I was going to say so. So here, here's my thing. I think the Lego Batman movie is the first DC movie in a while I've enjoyed. Yeah, uh, thoroughly from start to finish. However, I think it's a little forgettable. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of jokes that come at the jokes come at you so fast. Uh, like they are like boom joke, boom joke, boom joke, and they're great, just like the regular Lego movie. Um, but on the first watching, like you're still trying to absorb all that in. So I've forgotten a little bit about you know the jokes themselves, mm-hmm. and I would like to go see it again. Or I can I cannot wait to own this. Yes, I'm gonna get it, Mike. Uh, believe it or not, and um, I can't wait to bring it home. But uh, for the time being, I think it's a great movie, just a little forgettable on the forgettable side. Well, I don't think this should be uh, surprising to say that I also enjoyed the movie. I mean, this basically had the ex- same exact uh, ingredients that the Lego movie ended up having with like with the humor, with the references. Uh, it, it was just all on board on that front. But um, I, I think it was it was awesome, but not as good as the Lego movie. And I think mm-hmm. it's just because it didn't get to it didn't get to have the chance to do everything first you know with the with the lego movie you got to experience all these first jokes uh with legos they had the advantage of making jokes about being legos and building things and stuff like that and all that stuff is kind of pushed to the wayside to mainly focus on bath batman and gotham which was actually pretty cool it was almost like the lego was more of like an art medium to tell the story and didn't really um reference when it comes to the jokes so it was all about like batman mm-hmm. jokes and family jokes and so I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I think the movie could have benefited maybe from uh, um, some uh, visual um, uh, different visuals throughout the movie. Like we were in Gotham for the majority of the movie, so everything was dark the whole movie. So Bl- like black vi- and yellow, <laughs> black and yellow all the way through, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, I think it could have benefited maybe from like a, a venue change, uh, but I think that's just kind of like uh, uh, picking at little hairs there. But I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think uh, I think uh, I enjoyed the Lego Movie better. You know, I think a lot of people would kind of consider this maybe a sequel to the Lego Movie since Batman kind of was almost a I would say a major character. You know, a little too much to be a side character in the Lego mm-hmm. Movie. 
but I, I had a really good time. Um, they also they also do reference the master builder part of yeah they do Batman. Uh, so if you've not seen the first one, you may not understand what yeah. that is. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it seems like I'm kind of trying to find the best ways to describe it, and it's just because I'm trying to find ways to describe it without spoilers, just because mm-hmm. there's so much that we can talk about in this movie. But I think it also has all those awesome um, moments in the background that you could look out for with second or third watchings. Um, Will Arnett is, is an awesome Batman. Um, I thought Zach oh. Galifianakis was a great Joker. Uh, uh-huh. I th- like this Joker is definitely better than Jared Leto's Joker. I don't know about you. Yeah. So <laughs> that and Michael Sarah as Robin, like oh, his yeah. the brightness to his voice in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's that train. I told you it, it'd be here. <laughs> um, but that brightness to his voice, like it's not quite his Arrested Development voice. It's a little more upbeat, and mm-hmm. um, I, I, the, the voice cast is just outstanding. Like. I, I, there's not a single voice thing that I, I had a problem with in this in this uh, viewing in this yeah. movie. And I'll give uh, props to the director to to let these like kind of emotional moments that Batman has really stand out because you, you know you're kind of sometimes you're afraid in a kids movie to kind of drop out the soundtrack and just have Batman being introspective because you're like oh you know those are the kind of the points in the movie where the kids start to shuffle in their seats and you know they start like saying that they want the candy or give me the candy um, so but yeah there was some really emotional heart to this movie I wasn't really sure if we were going to get there but we got there pretty quickly in the movie so it's actually if you take away all the Lego stuff it's actually a really good Batman story that you're mm-hmm. probably never going to get on the big screen you know i would say if you kind of adulted up the material a little bit if that's a word this could be like a standalone like comic book trade or something like that so the batman story is definitely on point which is where it kind of goes into it's the best batman movie we've had in a while <laughs> yeah it, def- I, it, it definitely is i mean it's fun there's a lot of uh character they, i mean the amount of characters they throw at the screen on the screen at you is awesome mm-hmm. uh the 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 Batman songs. I mean, he he wrote a song in the first Batman movie, um, <laughs> and that doesn't carry over. But he he's always writing the songs, and, and music's a big part of it. So that was great. I I, I just had a great time with it. I it's, it's for aud- audience of all ages. I think, mm-hmm. and I I like. I mean, it's just again, it's forgettable. I can't pick specific things, but it's the only time I've ever heard of the dish lobster thermidor. And I had to go look it up <laughs> as soon as I got home. What is lobster thermidor and how can I get some? Yeah. Was it uh, worth the Google? <laughs> oh, oh, um, I guess maybe, I mean, <laughs> I, they do, they actually reference, I mean, they reference, there are so many villains in this that they say, you're going to have to Google some of these. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have to Google some of these DC villains as well, because these are a little obscure. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking about this on the spoiler cast because yeah. I think there's a lot we can uh, we lot we can pull apart and we can't do that right here. So all I could say is I would definitely recommend this. And I think this is like one of those movies where you could literally recommend to anybody. You don't even mm-hmm. have to see the first Lego movie in order to see this. It stands alone on its own. Uh, awesome humor in it. So this is an awesome family movie. So yeah, uh, family kids. Take your kids. They don't have don't don't have to be your kids. Just take kids, man. Yeah, they don't have to be your kids. Just take some doesn't, kids. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your family. Um, yeah, yeah right. The emoji movie trailer. Yeah, look at you. Look at you. Mike's gonna <laughs> watch the emoji movie. We're gonna get. What him. if I be? What if I become an emoji? <laughs> you, like you're gonna become an emoji. But yeah, Batman Lego Batman. Uh, I, I guess if I was to give it the you know the old uh, Siskel and Ebert, two thumbs up, go see yeah. it. Like the, the uh, don't listen to our spoiler cast. Just go watch it. You're you're not gonna be disappointed. So, 
Uh, on top of that, one of the tra- other trailers we got, since we're talking about the trailers, uh, is another Lego movie coming called Lego Ninjago. Mm-hmm. And Ninjago are another brand of, of Legos. Um, I know they have like animated movies and stuff like that. I think they even have like maybe a little TV show. Yeah, uh, I don't keep track of any of it, but I feel like there is some sort of TV show out there. Yeah, and it's I I grew up hearing of Lego ninjas, and then mm-hmm. the Ninjago is simply just combined Lego with ninjas, and they got Ninjago. Yeah, it's like their own original brand. It's like their own IP. They created a world. They're like, hey, instead of just throwing out a bunch of Lego ninja sets, let's kind of create a world around it so we can kind of brand it, and that's basically what it is. Yeah, and so the, they got a movie coming out uh, with this this trademark very visually distinct Lego style um, coming uh, called the Lego Ninjago movie. And uh, this trailer, uh, the, the character, actually, we get Jackie Chan returning uh, in, in a ninja movie. Yeah. Uh, I actually did not know this, but Dave Franco is the voice of the main guy. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I picked out Dave Franco, Jackie Chan, uh, Kumail Nanjiani is in there. And I think those are the voices I could pick off off the top of my head. And Olivia Munn was the girl. Mm, so, gotcha. Uh, and so I, that, and there's just a, another great list of voice cast with this, but the humor in that remains. This trailer, we've included it uh, in our show notes. Uh, g- give it a watch. You'll probably see it if you've seen the Lego Batman movie. But yeah, Ninjago, it was it was funny. really it was really weird because I didn't even know this movie was getting made. I don't know if just uh, the news got swept under the rug or just people were more concentrating <laughs> on Lego Batman uh, in the past couple months, but I. Like I started seeing things pop up in my in my news feeds about this this new uh, Lego Ninja movie, and I was just like, "What are they talking about? Is this going to be like a like?" Since I'd never heard of it before, I thought like, "Oh, maybe it's like a direct to like Netflix movie or something like that, or maybe they're just digitally releasing it, or maybe like oh, I was like, oh, I think they had a TV show, so maybe they're making like an extra long episode." Then I then to my shock and surprise it was a full-fledged movie trailer mm-hmm. and it's a it's kind of a weird experience because when you first start watching it you feel like oh they are kind of just making almost like a movie to basically be a commercial because this is their own original ip so i feel like this is almost their master plan kind of panning out they're like okay what we're going to do is we're going to make a Lego movie and, you know, everyone kind of expects, you know, sometimes like something big enough to get its own movie. So, and we'll throw a bunch of our IPs in there. Like, um, you know, we'll throw in like the Wonder Woman's and the Harry Potter's and all that stuff. And, uh, it'll be like a Lego movie with a bunch of cameos in it and people will love it. And then they went and made Lego Batman. It's like, okay, so they're just going to make Lego movies based on properties. But now they're just like, Hey, we're just making it totally based on our own line of toys. It's going to be a big commercial. And I was like, Ooh, this could be bad. But then like when the <laughs> joke started coming in on the trailers, I was like, Oh, this is pretty funny. They're doing like the Lloyd joke and stuff like that. And, uh, it was it was it was funny. So I think as long as the humor is there, they they might be able to make anything work. You know, it sounds mm-hmm. stupid when you say it because it's just like, oh, as long as there's good writing, you can make anything a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the thing is like, I never once would have clicked on something that said Lego Ninjago movie. Like I'm mm-hmm. like that sounds stupid. Who's doing this? Like get like that's for kids, not for us. And then the trailer hit, and I'm like, son of a bitch, they got me. <laughs> they hooked me yet again. And it looks entertaining. It looks fun. It looks to be like ninja robots. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about a Pacific Rim 2 later. But, like, you know, they have, like, big mechs that are in doing ninja stuff. Uh, he, he accidentally butt dials. His dad butt dials him. 
FaceTime. Like, there's just and so I, much humor hitting it. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'm probably going to end up buying some of these Legos because my favorite type of Lego is anything that has moving parts and joints so I can build my own robots. So mm-hmm. if they're already going to be selling these robots, like, I've had the... Um, I've had the uh, the Nick Offerman pirate from the Lego movie, like Mech, that he turns his ship into himself, and he's a big robot. I've had that on my Amazon wish list like for a while now. So they they know how to get me, and that's with those Mech robots. So well, what well, they do, and I think this is gonna be great. So guys, watch the trailer. But I think before we switch off Legos, I should just say I sent you some pictures from Legos I got this weekend. Oh yeah, earlier. Um, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Me and my wife, we. For Valentine's Day, we get each other toys, things we we enjoy that aren't serious uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, they're fun. So my wife got me the Hulkbuster Lego set nice. uh, from Age of Ultron, and it comes with uh, Ultron, Hulkbuster, Hulk, and then, like, the little Veronica cage that he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. And then I found this little, this little bitty... This little bitty, uh, like, $10 pack of Legos that has, like, a Thanos Infinity Gauntlet car oh, that nice. I built. And... Um, it's just so cute and so appropriate <laughs> for what we're going to be talking about later. And I'm like, I have to have the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So uh, I've been building some Legos this weekend, Mike, having a little, having yeah. a little fun with that. Well, just to say, I was not expecting to have such intense Lego conversations at the beginning of our episode this week. I expected Lego Batman, didn't expect Ninjago, didn't expect your your Thanos minifig. So, I mean, it's Lego for, full force right now. I mean, nothing's stopping them, it looks like. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, Lego so hot right now, so hot right now. Now, if only Marvel would let them build like do a Lego, uh, a Marvel movie, I'd watch oh, that man. too. No, nope. Iron Man sucks. Iron Man <laughs> sucks with an X. All right, so that's our Lego talk for today. We're gonna switch gears. We're still in DC world. Let's talk about Justice League. Got some Justice League news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a new photo last week at, while we were recording. And we put it on our Facebook page, and it shows off uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg with the Sonic Cannon. And I'm actually kind of hyped on this, this shot here. Yeah, so. well, I think it's the... Is this like the first Justice League photo we've seen with Aquaman in it? Uh, no. I think we've seen standalone images of Aquaman, but it's the first time he's no. been kind of like grouped up. No, no, he was in the, the... When they were walking off the plane, and they had all five of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but it's always nice to see uh, see more Aquaman and his uh, badass Triton. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cy- <laughs> Cyborg, I think I think we're going to have to see Cyborg in action before I can co- finally, like, render a verdict. Uh, he just, like, he just looks like he's got a lot of moving parts on him, which is fine. I mean, he's obviously a robot that's got to move, but he just doesn't seem, like, super realistic. They always seem to be putting him in the background or shrouding him in darkness. So I don't know, maybe if his CG is not done rendering yet, maybe the Warner Brothers servers are just going full blast trying to get this movie rendered before before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think once I see him in motion, maybe doing some action, uh, maybe I'll be a little bit more impressed. But um, so far, Cyborg is just not getting me hyped. Maybe, uh, so yeah. maybe, I, maybe it's just because we haven't seen him. Like, I'm not familiar with the actor. I haven't seen him yeah. in action. So. Well, well, I think I'm on the other side because, I, I mean – Aquaman, we've now seen, like, okay, they've taken Aquaman in his bright orange and green pants and made him look cool and badass. And Cyborg, I was just so worried about, you know, hopefully this isn't like, you know, he wasn't just like a Terminator kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it's cool to see some of the CG and he's got his sonic cannon on his hands and he just looks, I'm ready to see him throw down and transform his bodies, like, in ways that he can transform them in that we haven't seen yet. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I honestly, I think that's a good way you just put it. He does kind of just look like a Terminator. Like, it's a cool design overall, but it does kind of just look like generic robot. You know, mm-hmm. usually superheroes have, like, stand-out visuals to them. You know, Wonder Woman, you know what Wonder Woman looks like. Aquaman, he's doing a really good job looking like Aquaman right now. Uh, but Cyborg, he just kind of looks like a, a mush of metal, mu- like, formed into a human. So I'm kind of hoping, like... I know Cyborg doesn't necessarily have, like, a crest, but, like, you know, I wish there was a little bit more something striking to him that said, that's definitely Cyborg, you know? Right. Well, and I think that comes back to something else that was confirmed this week, is that Cyborg is one of the three mother boxes that they're going to be searching for in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw this in Batman v Superman when the his, like, his body was, like, you know, ravaged and he's only, like, you know, like, a third of a person left. And mm-hmm. he, the professor merged that mother box with him. I think his body, I mean, we've seen him in human form, but I think there's going to be some stuff where he can take shapes of stuff to help, you know, the situation. Uh, mm, maybe. I, not quite much a transformer, but like his sonic cannon obviously wasn't there in the other shot. So he's able to form that up on his arm. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to, again, see more of stuff that he can do uh, mm-hmm. than just these static shots. Like you said, we need to see him in motion and what's he going to bring to the table. Other than just being, you know, a, a red glowy eye, half robot, half human. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. I think it's a cool photo. I I, I, I want to see the villains. I want to see who they're fighting. We've seen them get ready to fight, but now I want to see them fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. So, so hopefully maybe we're gearing up for a trailer here soon. Yeah, gearing up. I mean, we got to get through Wonder Woman first. It's hard to think, you know, uh, November uh, for that. It's the same month as Thor Ragnarok, and we've, we've seen even less of it. So mm-hmm. uh, really, really excited for those. We talked last week about the Batman being in trouble, Mike. Uh, big trouble. Uh, ben Affleck has stepped away as the director of the movie, and now we've got to find a new director. And what's that going to do for the movie? Is th- are they going to have to get him up to speed? Are they going to have to retool it? How far back is that going to push the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the director, Matt Reeves, is apparently in early talks to take over directing, like so much that he's committed himself to it without anything being officially offered. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt Reese is known for uh, the movie Cloverfield, the first one, not the second mm-hmm. sequel, and uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, as well as the upcoming War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, so uh, when I was looking up his IMDb, like I'm sure everyone had to do when, they, uh, when that name dropped, uh, I was surprised to see that he was the director of Let Me In. And that was just because, you know, we've seen this trend of horror movie directors kind of Mm -hmm. being elevated to blockbuster superhero movies. Obviously, this guy has done other things. It's not like he's only done horror movies. But horror movies, like, it almost seems to be the recipe. Like, if there's a superhero movie out there that needs a director, just pull up any horror movie that's been filmed in, like, the last couple years that, you know, has some sort of decent uh, claim to it. (laughs) It's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, just look for a a fresh horror movie and just see what the director's up to. I bet he's, like, rumored to be in a superhero movie. So um, uh, that's a predictor. The next time that we have to guess a director for a movie, let's try that and see if it works. Okay, so with Matt Reeves directing this, now remind me, is Warner or is War for the Planet of the Apes a Warner Brothers property already? I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I mean, I, I can't remember off the top of my head either. I think it's just kind of one of those movies where you don't necessarily associate oh. it with the studio because you don't have to worry about IP so much. Yeah. Uh, but but maybe. So maybe they're just kind of like trading directors around. I mean, that's usually what studios do. You kind of get nestled in there and, and start enjoying it. Uh, like, I, I read a really awesome article this week kind of a, about how the, the Halo movie never came to fruition. And there's mm-hmm. some bits in there where Neil Blomkamp's talking about he's never, ever going to work with Fox again with how they treated 
interviewed him on the Halo movie. So yeah, so yeah, maybe Matt Reeves is just kind of comfy cozy over there in Warner Brothers. Well, land. okay, I looked up. It's actually uh, Planet of the Apes is a Fox franchise now. So um, yeah, I guess not. Oh, uh, there you go. So yeah, I don't know, but I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, to me, it, it's it screams Warner Brothers. I don't I don't know why, but because Warner Brothers franchises everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, so I was just kind of curious if that was or not, and if that had any role in it. But I mean, um, yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it if he wants to, if he wants to direct it. Warner Brothers needs some fresh juice in there, man. And yeah, they need they need they need something. They need a good movie. <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 if Ben Affleck's still acting in it and 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 working on and he wrote some of the original script, I think we're fine. I'm not worried about it. Uh, yeah. it if it's gonna happen, we can't really control it at this point. Uh, Mike, we're we're gonna get a yeah. Batman movie whether we like it or not. And, <laughs> we're crossing we're crossing our fingers. And it, 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 worst case scenario, we always have Lego Batman to look back on. So mm-hmm. That's a plus. All right, DC gears switching over. We got a bunch of Marvel news on our plate this week. First up, something that dropped really close and dear to my heart was the Iron Fist trailer this week, mm-hmm. and um, I just uh, the Iron Fist trailer blew my mind. I was not ready for it, and when I watched it, I still don't know if I'm ready enough for it because it's so, so good. So, well, this is actually something I think we can probably disagree on a little okay. bit. I thought the tra- I thought the trailer was a little underwhelming. I still have hopes for the show, but it just seemed to be the 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 footage that they selected for this trailer seemed to be a lot of moments that were out of place and out of context. Which obviously it's a trailer. That's exactly what you do. But there are some jokes that seem to be weird that put into the trailer. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's really hard to describe because I we I rewatched it again just before we started recording the episode because I remember the first time I watched it I was a little sour on it so I watched it again, and um, I don't know. I, I'm still excited to see. I'm still excited to see Danny Rand. You know, he's the he's mm-hmm. the last piece of the puzzle when it comes to the defenders. But the trailer just didn't necessarily blow me away. I didn't see anything too special in it. You know, obviously we have his big exploding fist, and that was my favorite part of the trailer. So. I, I don't know. I, I wish I could describe it better. I should be doing a better job. But uh, it just felt a little, I guess, underwhelming, you mm-hmm. know. I guess when it comes to Iron Fist, there isn't necessarily something that you're looking for to pick out of the trailer. You know, when it comes to, like, Daredevil, um, you're kind of looking for uh, his, like, kind of costume. Whether it was the first trailer, you got his all-black kind of costume, so that was kind of cool. You know, uh Man, I don't know. I, it's just I, I think I, I just need I think I just need to watch it. I just need to sit down with it, enjoy my Iron Fist. It's kind of one of those things where it's a thirteen episode thing. So how do you condense thirteen episodes into one trailer? Right. You know. Well, so I think Iron Fist again, the, probably a harder sell than they thought to initially, you know, begin with. But I think Iron Fist, um, he's different in the Defenders world because a he's rich. Uh, we've not had any mm-hmm. well off Defenders so far. Um, which I think that's going to add an interesting dynamic to this. I did not know, I did not realize the villain in this, David Windham, uh, was was who he was. Uh, he was he's been in three hundred um, as mm-hmm. one of the soldiers. He was in Van Helsing uh, with Hugh Jackman as like his little the guy who makes all the weapons. Uh, I'm really looking forward to David Windham in there. The I think the fighting and martial arts in this, I I really hope they're done right. And I feel you know Marvel does tend to be a little more. Um, careful with how they portray things and i'm really hoping that the fighting and iron and stuff in this is is what i imagine it in my head to be because i want to see this kung fu show i want to see him train and kick ass um and you know take names uh as he is 
Last yeah, I mean, I I just I just hope that they can find a way to make that kind of corporate overtaking story original. Like I think people uh, in the superhero world have seen that quite a few times now. It was it's definitely something that was all over uh, the seasons when it comes to the early episodes of Arrow. Uh, it was it was in that last bat was it in the last Batman movie? Yeah, because Bane was trying to help him overtake Wayne Enterprises. So yeah, it's definitely something we've seen before where somebody comes back and oh, but somebody's already there trying to overtake the company. So I just hope maybe they can find a way to do an original spin on it because it's definitely something we've seen before. So. I'm crossing my fingers for that. I know. I know it just sounds like I'm being like weird about the movie, but I think it's because or the TV show. But the trailer was just weird to me. You know, I, I don't know because I'm so I'm so hyped. <laughs> I'm so hyped on Iron Fist. I mean, it, it hit me, Mike. It hit me so hard. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. Uh, and then also uh, we get to see Madame Gal come back. I think I think um, she she did lay the smackdown on Daredevil. I think in season one. And yeah, I'm, and that, I'm glad that to was come back. that was. Yeah, that was kind of the point in the trailer where I kind of turned around a little bit. This last third of the trailer where they're combining kind of like all the action and kind of putting the storytelling side of the trailer to the side, it was was really hype. So I think the action is definitely going to be good. I just hope they can find a way to make the story like original and compelling and uh, not just, oh, uh, somebody comes back from a faraway land and is super powerful and wants to avenge the city a la Batman or a la Arrow, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't view it that way because he's been gone. This is more like a Tarzan movie, like because he's been gone since he was a little kid. But like he was All supposed right. to be dead. I don't know. We'll see. If you guys have any thoughts on the Iron Fist movie, let us know. I'm interested. Uh, I'm really hyped because yeah. it also comes out on my birthday. So I'm really, really excited to sit down and just crank that all out for me. Yeah, and there's a good chance that you're going to be a little bit more eloquent than I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, so The Punisher is also coming out probably this year. I keep forgetting it's filming because it's doing it in parallel with The Defenders. And a new uh, couple's images show that he uh, in one of these he's stealing a cop car. So um, apparently you know, still doing the vigilante stuff, running from the police. Um, he's a little more clean shaven than we saw him you know late last year filming. So uh, I, I don't really have much for The Punisher, but that was one of the earlier things I saw this week. Uh, yeah, his his facial scars have healed, and he's got he's got some ups. He's jumping over that uh, cop car like a pro. So yeah, definitely uh, Punisher. Um, we don't know when it's coming out. Hopefully later this year. I'm hoping Defenders in the summer and that later in the year. But uh, who knows at this point what that's going to look like on the release schedule uh, so far. Doctor Strange uh, releases on physical at the end of this month. But however, you can get it on Valentine's Day. Ooh. For uh, for digital copies, Mike. So I know you're a big digital guy. Uh, don't know mm-hmm. if you're going to pick that up or not. I'm really stoked to go back and revisit the Doctor Strange land and, and see uh, uh, Cumberbatch and, and all the other stuff that I really enjoyed in that movie. So. Seek out the batch. Yes, seek it out. Uh, also, they've been releasing a lot of bloopers and outtakes and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know if there's anything extra included in this, like first looks at other things. But um, I do enjoy going through these special features on the Marvel releases. So... Really, mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. So pick it up digital. If you're a digital guy like Mike, you can get it this week uh, on Tuesday, and you know, sit down to a nice fancy dinner with your the, your loved one and, and watch Doctor Strange. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. I forgot was even coming out, man. Like I, there's so many Marvel stuff movies coming out over the next couple of years. I forgot Ant Man and the Wasp was still. It still needs to film. It still needs to come mm-hmm. out. And apparently, it starts filming this July, according to Michael Douglas. Uh, who will also return as Hank Pym in the movie? So that's that's cool to see he's yeah. he's coming back. And can't complain. Nope. And he also confirmed that uh, Peyton Reed will be uh, directing the sequel again. And this is one of those things where you know, like, 
right now they're filming Black Panther in the Infinity movies, so all this other Marvel stuff is kind of going to fall to the wayside while they're build up because they're like, Infinity War is going to take up so much time and resources to get done mm-hmm. on time and in, in a spectacular fashion. So I uh, forgot Ant-Man and the Lost. It's the first one post-Infinity Wars, so uh, we'll, we'll get to see it, uh, I guess, not this summer, but next summer. Yeah, we will let you know if we get any uh if we get any uh like set footage. Yeah, yeah, our our, our picks or stuff like that. Yeah. Um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 does kick off this summer though, and I'm really excited for this. Uh we were talking about this earlier. Uh, so every movie that comes out, they usually do test screenings pretty early on, like a couple months before it comes out to kind of gauge where the audiences lie on the mm-hmm. movie, uh, see if there's anything that needs tweaked in the last couple minutes. Guardians of the Galaxy received a 100 out of 100 on the test screening score which is a first for any marvel movie that has ever yeah, landed I, yeah i'm i'm doing my best not to overhype myself off of uh like a test screening just because mm-hmm. it's all basically based on the people that are in that room so you know right. if they all basically said that they enjoyed it uh i guess good for them uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm trying not to take too much from it just because, you know, I'm sure I've seen plenty of movies that I've loved that haven't gotten perfect scores that I thought were well, indeed perfect. Well, so. I, I know they, well, the only reason I thought this was interesting is because even the first Avengers did not get a perfect score and, uh, there's hardly a, a any, any movie I enjoy more than the Avengers, uh, the first mm-hmm. time. And I, I, I don't know. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, test screenings again, don't mean anything. Who knows who they brought in to do this? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have just been like three people been like, do you like it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> it's the power of, it's the power of the Pratt, Chris Pratt. Just, he can, uh, he can pull down those numbers. He can. And it, it, that brings us to our next topic where he brings in so many numbers on the infinity war video that dropped on. Friday. Whoa. Was not expecting this this week. No. So, uh, I would get out of the theater on Friday from watching uh, Lego Batman. I looked down at my phone and the whole fucking internet is exploding because of this. <laughs> Marvel officially released a three, three and a half minute video acknowledging the production of Infinity War. Yeah, and they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Putting this out on Friday, right when Warner Brothers is going to put out a Lego Batman movie. And uh, they probably know that that's going to be maybe their best movie of the year. Uh, so they're like, hey, let's give them a little bit. And, like, this isn't something I don't think I've seen uh, Marvel typically do. I mean, I've seen them kind of do, like, TV specials where they've kind of talked about the universe and they stretch it into, like, a half hour or an hour. This is the first time they've just ever, like, put out a little bit of a video. But, man... Talk about taking the wind out of your sails, Lego Batman. Yeah, so uh, this this launch, um, learned a couple things from this. Uh, it actually shows Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, and Chris Pratt as their respective characters, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Star-Lord, will be on mm-hmm. set together filming. Uh, I also learned I never want to hear Tom Holland talk in his original accent. <laughs> He's very it's British. Too, it's too, it's too, uh, it's too uh, earth-shattering. I can't, I can't deal with it. Yes, and this coincides with a Robert Downey Jr. did a Facebook Live video um, mm-hmm. as well that had all three, him, uh, Tom Holland, and Chris Pratt. Tom Holland had the dots on his face, so they're obviously all filming scenes together right now, which I thought was cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked before, Spider-Man, we didn't know how much Spider-Man was going to be in this movie at all. And yeah. So it's good to see him doing that. Uh, also, we also got to learn, you know, of course, Kevin Feige confirms that the Guardians of the Galaxy will meet the Avengers uh, we all knew that was going to happen, but I guess mm-hmm. that was the most out of place sentence I've ever heard in a video too. He's like, we're so excited. The guardians of the galaxy will meet the Avengers. And I'm like, yeah, duh. 
Like, <laughs> like you have Chris Pratt standing beside Robert Downey Jr. Like, what was going on here? <laughs> that we got to see the new concept art. We got Thanos concept art um, showing off. You know, I think Josh Brolin is is going to be a great Thanos. I'm really excited to see more of him come in there and do mm-hmm. that CG role. Uh, Thor is holding a new weapon that does not appear to be uh, Mjolnir. Yeah, and I think you can almost kind of ex- extrapolate on that. And I think we talked about when we've talked about Ragnarok, uh, the next Thor movie. We've talked. In, the, in an area where he might be losing his hammer. He, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to get damaged or it's going to get lost or someone else is going to take ownership of it. But, I mean, this is the first time we're seeing him holding a weapon that's not the hammer. So I think, you know, all things Ragnarok will uh, will, will tell, you know. Yeah, definitely. Or, um, I mean, even then, um, uh, I did read some articles before this video came out about Thanos has the ability to nullify some of uh, Mjolnir's powers, or he can do something with it. I, I don't remember the exact. I don't know if that comics will transfer to film or whatever, but that was something. And then right now in the comics, Thor is considered quote unquote unworthy and doesn't have a hammer, but he carries around a battle axe called uh, Jarnbjorn. And uh, this kind of looks like it could be a an axe handle Ooh, in, in the in this maybe. in this image here. So uh, we don't know, uh, but it's got Rocket and Thor hanging out there. That's that's really cool. And lastly, um, the, a screenshot I, I would have missed the first time. It's uh, Tony Stark with a bunch of Iron Man armors. And these look to be, you know, back to the golden, red, kind of maybe remote suits that, mm-hmm, that he, maybe. he created. Yeah, but I mean, when you're kind of looking at this uh, this uh, production announcement video as a whole, I mean, really, you're not getting a whole lot of new stuff, I guess, that we didn't know. I mean, we knew the Guardians were going to be in it. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool seeing Chris Pratt, Robert Downey Jr., and Tom Holland, kind of like those mega stars, like all on set together uh, recording something, you know. Uh, so that's really cool to see. And really, only thing we got was some new concept art. But I think it was just putting it all together, you know, putting that uh, classic kind of Avenger score in the background, the bum, 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 you know, it starts to, you know, raise the hairs on your your arms. And then you just start to uh, think about everything that they've done, you know, nearly a decade's worth of movies and the goosebumps just show up and you're just like, ooh, you know, it's awesome. So, you know, whenever you can get that feeling, it just kind of overshadows anything else that's going on with your weekend. So even though Lego Batman was awesome, you know, step out of the movie theater and watching this was just like amazing so um it just goes to show you a lot that i think their hard work's definitely going to be paying off <laughs> yeah and sometimes you know these videos maybe they're not for us uh exactly because we're so deep into this we're, we're a little bit jaded to everything that kind of comes out <laughs> uh but like you know the common person like oh is there's another avengers movie coming out i didn't know about this oh it, it has you know uh robert Downey, has iron man and star lord from two movies i enjoy that's great so uh, even like the common viewer, I think is gonna you know, benefit from this. Uh, these this shared this video has been shared so many times; it's all over the place. So mm. so really excited to to, to see that. Uh, also, um, the collector was seen on the set, uh, Benicio del Toro. Uh, mm-hmm. So apparently he'll be back in. A, I don't know who's not gonna be in this movie yet. We're still working that one out. <laughs> um, I mean, even dead people could come back to life with the Infinity Gauntlet in play. So. I mean, I think the finance team is signing a whole lot of checks right now, so yeah. only they know. Yeah, well, yeah, they do, and um, you know, this is actually checks that Disney's Ash can cash. So, uh, 
I think I think it's going to be a great movie with lots of money, and <laughs> and they're going to make even more money in return for it. You know, I think it's kind of one of those things is we we're not we can't guarantee if it's going to be good, but we can guarantee it's going to make a fuck ton of money. Yeah, yeah a metric metric fuck ton. It'll be a little <laughs> bit more than the imperial fuck ton of money. <laughs> Um, and that brings me to uh, some stuff on Marvel. We don't talk about comics. Marvel Comics, there was an article this week about how by this fall, the comics will kind of return to form. And I use form in quotes uh-huh. here. Because right now, Iron Man is an Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark is an Iron Man. Captain America is not Captain America. Uh, the, Thor is depowered, so there's a, a female Thor running around. Um, it, you know... I, there's a lot going on in the Marvel Comics universe that's changed, and that's good. I don't think it's a bad change, but it's very h- hard to join in on this comics when you like who, why is Sam Wilson the Falcon, Captain America? Sometimes you know what's mm-hmm. what's going on here. So the the thing says that you know comics going to return to form with uh, because readers gravitate towards writers more so than characters right now in the comic world, and mm-hmm. uh, they're lining their talent up for 2018 to get the stories and artwork done so they don't have any, like, um, issues on release schedules. Uh, they, they get them pumped out early and then release them when they're done. But also, I think this ties into the Infinity War film. With Infinity yeah, War probably. coming out, Marvel's needs to go back, like, okay, here are the characters in the movie, here are the characters in the comics, they're the same as you see them now. So when you pick up an Iron Man book, you're going to get Tony Stark. Um not uh, the new girl, Riri Williams. And you're like, what is going on here? So uh, so the characters are going to return as we know them in comic books. I think that's great to know. I don't know. How, I mean, you're you're more of a casual reader on comic books uh, than I am. I've got, I think, four a month's worth of bags beside me of comic books So right now. So um, I'm, I'm excited for Marvel to return to form. They've kind of been sucking lately to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where if you're if you're a casual reader and you duck out for a little while there, you can come back and... You know, you can be like, what the hell happened? Where, where are all the characters? But, you know, whatever. I mean, it's a, in a comic book universe, you have the, the unlimited flexibility. You can do whatever you want. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, they got to They circle back around every couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad. Like, if this is true and they announce it soon enough, I will be glad to be reading comics once again because my, my pull list is like real, real light, real light. <laughs> Also, there's a Marvel rumor that came out this week that uh, they're working with Fox yet again on another animated series for Marvel on the X-Men. I think Marvel, they've had the rights to the X-Men animated series. They could do whatever they wanted with it, but they just chose not to. And um, with, you know, the rise in X-Men, their, their, you know, continued relationship with Fox over a couple of other series they're working on, um, I think this animated series would be kind of cool uh, to see kind of come back into into the fray here, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe it would uh, maybe get thrown up on something like Disney XD, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I think it would be cool. I mean, when's the last time we've had like an X Men series that we can all like remember and that we love? So uh, more power to them. Let's get let's get the mutants out there in animated form. Yeah, I mean, we all grew up on the X Men animated series. I mean, I can definitely think back to you know watching the one from the '90s, uh, being being very partial to that. I don't remember, I think, uh, one of the fan favorite characters, X-23, who's probably in the Logan movie next month, was actually um, created in a TV animated TV show before she was ever in the comic books. So that's kind of cool mm-hmm. as well. So there's that. But in the meantime, the X-Men live-action series has cast its first mutant uh, with the actor Blair Redford, who was in a show called Switched at Birth, 
We'll play <laughs> my my wife begrudgingly watches that show every week. She 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 love hates it. Yeah, she she hate watches it. <laughs> That's how I do the Transformers, man. We talked about that. Um, but play a character named Sam, and Sam is the strong-headed Native American leader of the underground network of mutants who are on the run from the government, and there is no indication on who that could be from the comic books. So, um, all right, <laughs> there, nothing to do there except they've cast they've cast somebody, so they're officially going forward with it. Mike, this isn't one of those yeah. things they're going to back out now be, yeah. because they didn't do anything. The, the X-Men series is like, nothing to see here yet, people. No yep. names announced. Yep. Just back away. Yep. We got one guy. You don't know him. Like, maybe five people know him, but we know him. And Yeah. They're like, just go concentrate on our new show. Don't worry about this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Legion on, on FX, which we're going to talk about now because the pilot came out this week. And did you say that the second episode premiered right after it as well? Or uh, No. Uh, the first episode is just like a, a – it seems to be an extra long episode. Uh, basically, uh, we didn't get a chance to watch it yet because we've been very busy watching many other things this week. Uh, but I have heard very good things about the pilot. I've had uh, I've had some friends that have seen it. Uh, they're giving a, a well a well deserved reception for uh, for the for the first episode. So it seems like this might be a show that's big enough that uh, I think maybe once we end up catching up and watching all of it at the end of the season, I think maybe we'll end up doing a Legion spoiler cast. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. I'm really excited. I'm sad I have not got to watch it yet. But when I sat down to look at it um, on on my uh, TV guide, there it's an it was a 90 minute like block, and I'm like. I don't have 90 minutes starting at 10, 10 p.m. to watch this. So Yeah, I mean, that's kind of similar to what I had. I had, I had a very small window yesterday uh, to watch it, and I was like, all right, I, I have enough time here to, to, to boot up something that's, you know, like uh, 47 minutes without commercials. I boot it up. It's over an hour. I'm like, crap, <laughs> I can't watch it. So, uh, I, I mean, it's it's from the it's from the guy that, uh, that made Fargo on FX. I love that series, so I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So I wish we could tell you more, but I guess uh, stay tuned because I think this is something that we're probably going to be watching. Yeah, I definitely think so. I'm really excited. Uh, we, we missed it, um, but don't expect to sit down and watch it in an hour, I guess is, is the lesson here. The pilot... <laughs> The pilot, at least. The rest of them should be an hour or so. So uh, there you go on Legion. Also, the X-Men movie, they are still making movies that we know of. One that's been confirmed, at least, is New Mutants. And the director shared some concept art of Wolfsbane. Or not concept art. I guess fan art, maybe. This is what it was. Fan art. Kind of showing, um, almost kind of confirming the actress from Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams, as Wolfsbane. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of look like her. She's been r- rumored for it forever, um, and uh, like the, no one said anything about it. It looks like her. I'm pretty sure she was even tagged in the, the tweet he did. I don't, I don't remember too much, but um, I think she would be. Oh, I mean, she could do a, this character in a TV sh- or a movie series. Yeah, so. I mean, and also it's not the first time that Fox has cast someone from uh, Game of Thrones. So uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm okay with it. Sure, why not? Doesn't offend me. Not offended mm-hmm. by this casting <laughs> choice. There we go. Uh, now we're getting to some of Mike's news here. Ooh. Oh, Samurai Jack season five. <laughs> Tell us what we got here, man. Man, we got our first official trailer. Um, last week we got a little bit of a teaser trailer, basically reminding the world that Samurai Jack is coming back. 
Uh, and we got a, a date, I think, of March uh, 11th, possibly. But this is our first official full-length trailer. We get our first taste of what Jack is going to be like coming back, and it looks awesome. It has everything I could have wanted in it. Uh, the first thing I'm looking for when I'm looking for this new like Adult Swim-rated uh, Samurai Jack is I'm looking for blood. Because if you, if you remember in the original Samurai Jack, he was fighting robots. So there was gratuitous oil spills and splatters all over the place. But not blood so we're finally getting blood into the mix uh, there's uh, some uh, some crass language in here a little bit some more mature themes uh, just overall Jack seems really unhinged uh, uh, we discover that he hasn't been aging all of this time I don't believe that's something we learned in the the first four seasons on the Cartoon Network um, but it seems to be time has lost effect on Jack he's he's lost all hope he's down and out we actually see him uh, shooting guns which is something he usually uh, uh, doesn't do right away he tries to stick them the most to his sword he'll use other things if he needs to but you know he usually lays off guns so he's he's like firing machine guns he's unhinged there's like these assassins coming after him the art looks beautiful but this is everything i could have wanted in this trailer um i am so hyped i'm beyond hyped for this for this show so it's uh i'm 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 interested to see what the runtime is going to be uh if i remember correctly i believe the original samurai jacks are kind of 15 minute episodes uh so i'm hoping maybe maybe this ex either expands to uh, 30 minutes or maybe we just get uh more than usual 15 minute episodes but i am so excited to, to see this uh more uh mature look at jack and um the uh, I guess maybe the the main villain she it seems to be a woman the same voice actress that did Azula in Avatar the Last Airbender which gets me excited it just has like all the awesome uh, chemicals that you need <laughs> to make an awesome Samurai Jack season uh, Gindy Tartakovsky is awesome so I mean I can't I can't go on about this anymore but I kind of I'm kind of curious what you thought because you are very you are very much casual. Uh, a Samurai Jack fan. I actually don't even know how much you've seen of the original series. Look, I want to be honest. I've seen it in passing. I've not sat down and actually watched the Samurai Jack episode that I know mm -hmm. of. Uh, so I'm I'm probably less than casual fan um, <laughs> on this. Uh, but as I mean, this ten episodes for this. I mean, I think the other seasons were only like thirteen episodes. So um, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I know a lot of people. A lot of people at my comic book store like the show. And are really hyped to watch this, and have been rewatching some of the stuff on the TV when I come in. Uh, so maybe it'll let me sit down and watch it, uh, and and go from there. Because I know my uh, my experience with uh, Jindy Tartakovsky is from the, again the Clone Wars animated stuff he did, uh, which mm -hmm. seems to be very much if you skin Samurai Jack with Star Wars instead of you know that <laughs> it seems to be the same thing. So I mean I enjoy that. So I mean I'm not opposed to sitting down and, and banging out you know a couple uh, four seasons before this thing comes out. So if if I'm feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I believe they are up on Hulu. The last I checked, they were. I don't know if maybe some uh, uh, contract negotiations maybe could possibly have taken it down just before the new series airs. But as far as I know, it's still up on Hulu. So uh, go watch it there. It, it's it's just awesome and beautiful. And uh, yeah, I can't say any more about it. I mean, I'm just super hyped. <laughs> hype. The hype is strong with this one. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings me to another Mike kind of favorite show here. Pacific Rim 2 is coming out. Mike's so hyped for this, man. Yeah, buddy. We got our first uh, official image released from John Boyega showing him. It looks to be in like a big metal bunker, it looks like mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, but they came with the, the phrase, I am Pentecost. So kind of confirming he is the son of 
um, I can't even think of the guy's name. Idris Elba's character in the first one. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but it's okay. Yeah, his last name was Pentecost. And then uh, you sent over some stuff here that I also saw the new Jaeger designs for this one. Uh, look mm-hmm. to be taken, like one of them, the red one looks Big Hero 6-y. Uh, look to be kind of taking some Japanese Gundam style design. Uh, yeah, they seem here. to be... A- they seem to be a little bit more polished. So I'm kind of curious if maybe this movie is doing a little bit of a time jump in some aspects. Because um, these do seem to be new models of Jaegers that, like, they're, they're, they have a little bit more finesse to them. So I don't know if maybe technology has improved. Um, you know, so basically I think there's a chance that maybe John Boyega could have possibly been a baby during Pacific Rim and maybe he grew up so maybe this is like 20 years in the future or something like that. But look, I don't know. I mean, they, they look they look cool to me. The only thing I would say that that's not true is cuz Charlie Day is coming back and I don't I don't know if they're going to age him up 20 years. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll make him a little wrinkly. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I definitely remember he had that connection with the Kaiju universe whatever. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, they look to, yeah, again, a little more refined. Like, these are designed to be faster and sleeker and not, you know, the, the big lumbering robots from the first one. And yeah. I know I know some people were kind of turned away from these new designs a little bit. I think they thought they looked a little too uh, Japanese-inspired. But you got to think about the, the whole franchise that they're making now is based off of this stuff. I mean, hell, they're called freaking kaiju, a Japanese word. But also, these uh, these mechs are always shrouded kind of in darkness. We don't really get to see them fight in the daylight. So we're kind of seeing these designs almost out of place. They're almost always in uh, either like a super foggy city or they're in the, fighting in the middle of the night or out in the ocean or something like that. So they're a little out of visual context, but these things look sick. I want them as a toy. Yeah, they look pretty <laughs> cool. I would I would play, uh, I mean, I play a game called Titanfall, and these look like the Titans that come in Titanfall. Uh, mm-hmm. But is that blue one? Is that blue one one from the last movie? Yeah, I mean that kind of looks like a Gypsy Danger variant. So I have a feeling yeah. John Boyega is going to be in that one. Yeah, because it, it still has the power core open in the center, kind of like an Iron Man, and the other ones uh, look to be a little more closed up. So I was just curious. So uh, these designs look like I want to see some footage. I don't want to see concept art and lonely <laughs> people sitting in cells. I want to see the whole thing. So yeah, g- give me the goods. Give us some Pacific Rim too. <laughs> Stephen S. Denight, we need it. Uh, World War Z, did you watch the first one slash care for it at all? Um, I watched it, and I thought it was uh, surprisingly decent. Okay, uh, it's the only time I've ever left a movie theater was at, but it wasn't because of the movie. It was because of the people uh, that walked no. into the movie 20 minutes late and were on their phones the whole time. So, uh, but I, mean, I don't, I'm not... I'm not a zombie person, so I didn't care for it a whole lot. But, however, the sequel, World War Z sequel, has been removed from the... Uh, the the schedule completely whoever had it whatever studio had it yeah i mean i mean it doesn't surprise me too much i think the hype has really fallen off this movie i think maybe if they jumped on the sequel right away maybe they would have been able to capitalize on it but this doesn't have the same legs that like avatar has mm-hmm. avatar can come back after a long break and you know attempt to make four more movies because they made 2.7 billion dollars you know world horsey didn't come anywhere near that so maybe they're just like i think that their window has kind of passed i think whoever owns the rights now they might just be better off waiting until the last moment and just maybe rebooting the book into a movie or something like that but yeah it seems like the it's, it's gone well the first one had so many issues they had to rewrite the whole last third of the movie and refilm it because it didn't work mm-hmm. and that was plagued by production issues and release issues and like if it's if it's that messed up don't even bank on a sequel 
Don't don't even make mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not missing it. Lastly, we promised us the stop of the show with John Wick Two. I did not get to see it. I've had a busy weekend, but Mike somehow managed to slip in there and see Keanu <laughs> return to to form. Probably, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know how he feels about this movie. Mike, give us your spoiler free thoughts and opinions on John Wick Two, man. Alright, so John Wick 2, it basically has everything that you loved about the first one and the second one. So you're getting a Keanu Reeves being a badass, tons of headshots, t- tons of gunfighting, uh, awesome fight scenes. Uh, there's actually some always creative stunt work because the director was originally a stunt choreographer. Uh, I believe, uh, or maybe the, the title slightly different. So you have all this aw- awesome action, many memorable moment, moments. Uh, I jumped online after the movie to see what people thought about the movie, and a lot of people quoting the same moments over and over and over and over again. So lots of memorable action scenes, really creative things done with guns that you don't typically see. Um, it feels a lot like a video. Like This is the closest video game movie that I think we're ever going to get. It really feels like you're playing like an action shooter game and you, and you are Keanu Reeves. So it's really awesome. Um, uh, you get more of the mythology of kind of this underground universe. I don't know if they're necessarily assassins or if they're mercenaries or maybe a mixture of both or something like that. So you get to learn a little bit more about the universe. But uh, I think if I had to give my review of it, the best thing I could say is I think I still like the first one better. Um, I think the first one had the advantage of being a breath of fresh air, you know, kind of invigorating the action franchise with a simple straight ahead storyline and a little bit of a little bit of glimpse of this underground world that Keanu was a part of, but it wasn't the focus. Because um, in the sequel, we get a little we get a little um, we get a little dragged down by the mythology, just a little bit, not a whole lot. But it was it was but it was also good to see it expanded on. So I think uh, the first one is still my favorite. It's a little bit more straightforward. But um, I mean, if you, uh, if you go online specifically Reddit and you look at the opinions of this movie, I think people are a little too uh, maybe overhyped uh, for John Wick two right now. I'm not saying it's not a good movie, but some people are saying like this is the best action movie ever made, and like people the hyperbole of this movie is out of control. So all, the only the reason I'm bringing that up is like don't get too over hyped you know if you liked john wick one you're gonna like john wick two but people right now are just really really jazzed on the movie so i guess good for them but um i'm definitely looking forward to a third one um i went and saw it with friend of the show quentin parker and our other friend jose and on the walk back to my car from the movie theater we were talking about all the ins and outs of this universe like talking about oh how does the continental work you know how do the seats at the table work you know because all of this stuff is still a little bit shrouded in mystery so it is kind of fun talking about the workings of the movie um if i could give one piece of advice uh definitely watch the first one again before you go see the second one just because they're very tightly connected and um so, you know, the two of us, when we go see a Star Wars movie, we know exactly how the Star Wars universe works. We know all the rules and the inner machinations because we've seen these movies so many times and over the years, we've been inundated with the mythology. Well, the John Wick kind of mythology is still brand new. It's what, only like two, two years old or something like that. So if you kind of go into the second one without seeing the first one, you kind of forget kind of some of the rules of the underground and stuff like that. So... Uh, yeah, so I, maybe, maybe sit yourself up a little bit of like a marathon. Watch the first one, go see the second one. So um, I can still give it two thumbs up, that's for sure. Oh. So I guess that's my that's my John Wick 2 rant. <laughs> there you go. Uh, his John Wick 2 uh, 
must I guess go see it um but watch the first one again that's my thing like I didn't feel too bad missing it like I feel like I want to like I want to see it Mike but I think this one's going to be a rental on my part uh because you know trying to make room for all these other movies coming out very soon I'm gonna, yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, I think I think it just speaks to the quality of the movie. I mean, we're not really an action movie podcast. We're a, mm-hmm. a superhero podcast, so we're going to talk about things that are tangentially related to that universe. So I guess when an action movie comes along that's impressive enough to kind of just show up on our radar and talk about it, I think that's I think that almost says enough right there. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think this movie is in danger of uh, being spoiled. There's, like, no, uh, there's no, like, uh, uh, a dramatic like twist in 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 there anyway that's going to get thrown up online and going to ruin the movie going experience. But uh, you'll have a good time watching this movie, man. Cool, cool. Glad to know that. Well, that wraps up the show. There one one review at the beginning, one review at the end. Um, so I we actually still need to do our spoiler cast for Lego Batman. So let's let's wrap this up, Mike. Where can people find you if they want to know what you're up to? What other movies you have thumbs for? Uh, in case you're curious, <laughs> we're going to do that. Well, at? they. C- <laughs> well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. I actually got a new comic coming up this week. I'm yeah, spending yeah. a lot of time on it, so the art should hopefully be uh, really uh, uh, high value. <laughs> so hopefully people will enjoy well, that. Hopefully the punchline is even better than the art, Mike. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, uh, if people want to see what you're up to, I, I just informed you that people are putting chainsaws on drones. So if you end up throwing up any sort of violent uh, uh, weapons on on your drone where can they find that? well you can definitely find that on twitter uh, baldan b-a-l-d-a-n uh i'll definitely be sharing that if i if i can get that to work uh, i don't know why you need to put a chainsaw on a drone man those blades are going fast enough to just i've seen them chop hot dogs up. like make your own weenie smoothie I, I, I think the question is why not why not exactly why not i mean i'm really more surprised you didn't ask me to put up pictures of my pop vinyl collection mike so i appreciate that uh, as, as it grows, I think it's starting to breed itself over there, so I'm, I'm really concerned. Uh, you can also find stuff uh, posted on ComicUI.com, and the latest episode of Filmside Chats is up for you guys after, again, uh, technical difficulties all over that one as well. But we got it. I'm really happy. It's talking about the Academy Awards, the history of it. So if you guys are interested in the Academy Awards coming up later this year, there are some su- superhero movies up for awards. Uh, learn about the history and then watch it, I guess, in, I think, a, a week or two. So do that but you know like again i always say this is always someone's first superhero slate mike and if this is their first one and they want to listen to more where can they find that at well as always please visit superhero slate.com because that is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show and an awesome place to grab the show notes so you can get all the links to all these things that we're talking about and you don't have to hunt the web to find all these things so you can find us on itunes youtube google play music soundcloud stitcher tumblr you can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox and you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter and follow us on instagram and you can uh, head on over to superhero slate.com slash store to pick up some sweet official superhero slate merch and we really appreciate that and if you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review anywhere you listen to the show. We mm-hmm. really like that. Really appreciate that. Um, I've been telling people also to reach out to us like on YouTube and leave us uh, comments. And I've been seeing some uh, people uh, leaving us some YouTube comments saying that they appreciate the show. So I really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, and if, you, if you're a super fan of the show, uh, um, just share the show with a friend. Share the show with a buddy. And we will be here every week to give you the latest and greatest. Yes. So that's it. That's the show. Great. Also, I just want to do a plug here. Next month, I'll be at the Louisville Arcade Expo um, doing some filming. So if anyone wants to meet up, I might have some swag 
for Superhero Slate at the Little Arcade Expo. Mm, swag, swag. And that's March, and in April is big C2E2 event. Uh, Stan Lee's going to be there, a bunch of other actors, stuff like that, uh, comic book stuff. And I'm going to have even more swag for Superhero Slate there at the uh, C2E2, including free comic books, free, um, not just swag, but other stuff I'm giving away, too. So, uh, I, Hell yeah. I need it gone, <laughs> and I'm going to give it to people who need it, so or want it, whatever. Nice. So uh, just plug those events coming up, put them on your calendar, and I hope to see you guys there. So. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See Stay tuned. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. My name's Richard Grayson, but the kids at the orphanage call me Dick. Well, kids tend to be mean sometimes. <laughs>